With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, thank you for watching and listening to the Ultra Perform Show, the show about performing your best in business and life. I'm here today with Sylvia Nibley. Nibley? Nibley. I love that name. Nibley. I sometimes will say it when I see you on Facebook. Yeah. Go, oh, that's such a cool name, Nibley. And how do you say yours? Uh, Tajuddin. Tajuddin, that's a cool name. I, I used to, when you Tajuddin. met from what you told me, I used to uh, call myself Tagledean. Ah, and then so we got the, confused. That's the, American, oh, that's the American way to say it. Okay. Then I learned the Egyptian way to say it, Tajuddin. I like that better. Yeah. And so I will Let's get it right. So it's cool. So you're an inspired healer, visionary, and prolific creator. Prolific. Prolific. It means I make a lot of stuff. You do. I do. And and you also I I don't know what what is grieve globally. You're also about grieve glo- globally. What is that about? Well, you know when when we talked about doing this show, um, one of the big projects that I'm working on right now is is a local cause, and so I wanted to talk about how. There's just so much going on in the world right now that needs attention. And, you know, that old saying, think globally, act locally. That's great. But there's so many things that are just heartbreaking at this point. Mm. You know, the the separation, the violence, the extinctions, the environment, you know, economics. There's so many just crisis level problems happening. So, you know, in the past, I just, I didn't even tune into any of that. I would have even described myself as apolitical, you know, just that I, I'm just going to tune it out. I'm not going to watch the news. And after a while, I realized that I was actually doing that as a way to cope, that I, it was just too much and I care too much. And I, and I didn't want to feel all of that. Mm. So the way I had of dealing with that was to just deny it. Um, But now that things are, even worse, at least the way I see things, <laughs> there's some, you know, the crises just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, that it's just absolutely vital that we all connect with where do we feel moved? You know, Andrew Harvey, the way he says it is, follow your heartbreak. Mm-hmm. You know, Joseph Campbell says, follow your bliss, which is great, and I think we need to do that too, but to follow the heartbreak, the thing that really just tears your heart out, because when you tap into that, then you have the, the fuel, the, the energy that it takes to actually do something about it. You know, one thing that I see in American culture specifically is that we have been so kind of addicted to comfort and apathy, you know, just that, you know, it's all fine. and Oh, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. And, and that, that is the world of the privileged, you know, and I realized that I had to get really honest about that myself in that to be able to say, oh, you know, whatever, it'll go away. No, that means that you are actually not connected to what's happening with other people mm. and not making a difference in the way that you might. So 
I've, I've come to more of a, a peaceful and passionate relationship with what's going on in the world and that we can actually see it for what it is. We can be honest about what's working and then we can do something about it from a place of open eyes, open heart, you know. So grieve globally. I mean, how can you not if you see what's going on? And then, and then what do you do about it? And that's where any folks who are sensitive or heart-centered can get really overwhelmed really fast because, you know, there's just way, way, way too much. I, I don't, like, I what mean, are you even going to do? you said that, you're speaking to me, too, is that I don't want to do this. It's yeah. so negative, 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 and the, there's so much drama, too. Yeah. It's like this, this drama that just seems created and there's no point to it, you know? Well, and that could depend on news sources, too. That's a different conversation. <laughs> like, well, how do you find out what's going on? Mm-hmm. And and are they the, the things that are important to you? You know, it may not be politics that really interests you, but what about people? What about the environment? What about poverty? What about illness? Mm-hmm. You know, what about animals? Those kinds of things that are, everybody has something that connects to their heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. How would you do actively to, because uh, you, you talk about acting locally, what is it that you do to do that? Well, so, you know, I've been a, a solo entrepreneur for 26 years now. I would describe myself as a busy person, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have multiple, yeah. multiple businesses, all this, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was a single mother and just doing life the best I could do. And, and still there is this place in Salt Lake that really spoke to my heart like 20 years ago, right? So it turns out that here in Salt Lake, if you're watching from the Utah area, we actually have a hot spring right here in town. Where, where a lot is of that? people don't where know that. that. Where is you that? You didn't know this, did I you, Adam? I didn't realize that. Really. So 840 North, 300 West. A lot of people know the old Children's Museum. There's a big historic building there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 I do, of course. Yeah, so yeah. North and just, like just it's be- really pretty there. Just before the refineries, yeah. there's a little park there. But this place was a natural hot spring lake, actually, where there were many hot springs that bubbled up and made a really large lake. And, of course, the indigenous people used that, and um, it was Ute territory, and all of the tribes, actually, it was peaceful territory, would come in and use it for wintering grounds and Hot water, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful gift from the earth. It comes from thousands of feet down. So when the settlers came to the valley, they this is pretty cool. Like we just came in wagons across the plain. Here's some hot water, right? So it was actually one of the first gathering places in the whole valley. And um, in 1920, there were 133,000 people who soaked in that water. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that was the place where everybody went, right? It was this gathering. Ten years place. after this place was built. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know these these places that are natural resources, gathering places, and so that's what it was. It was a hot spot for a long, long time, and and it was empty for a while, and then the children's museum came in and and used it for a while, um, and then it was closed down again. So here we have this big, beautiful historic building. And this one-of-a-kind natural resource right here in Salt Lake, it's actually kind of the last of the natural hot springs that really could be revitalized and used publicly. So, you know, tried to find out what was going on with it. And then last year, I learned that Salt Lake City is actually considering a proposal from a developer to put a seven-story apartment building there. 
Mm. Right? So at that point, my heart and soul says, no, that's not the right thing to have happen. So in moments like this, we all have choices, right? We're busy. We have so many things happening. But I was, I knew I couldn't just let that happen. Mm. And so I have, you know, stepped forward as as a leader in this in this movement. I the developer loves you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy to talk to them. <laughs> so, so you know, now thousands of us are coming together. You know, there's a petition to say no, please, mm. you know, to the to the city, asking them not to allow that to happen because what would that what would happen there would be, for one thing, it would privatize the area of the park. It would end the possibility of revitalizing those hot springs. You know, can you imagine a seven-story apartment building in this natural area? And well, the apartment buildings are popping up everywhere. Yeah. I mean, especially in this area here, it's a, it's a test area, so yeah. they're building them constantly, and they're doing. Yeah. They're the money, the money they're paying for them is crazy. It's crazy yeah. money. Yeah. And that's why they're building so much because the city's supposed to double in size in the right. next. I don't know how many years, but the next few years. Yeah, and I get that, right? That's urban growth. That that's happening. I'm not, and, I'm not saying anything against yeah, the yeah, yeah. at all. I <clears> just <throat> I've seen the trend. It's yeah. obvious. Like uh, the corner here, they're building a, where that Sinclair mm-hmm. gas station was. They're building a park complex on there. It's yeah. like they're just popping up left You're and right. right. They are popping up all over the place. And of course, we need housing, and it is an urban growth area, and that's going to continue. And we only have one place like this. Right, we have yeah, one hot yeah. springs like this. We yeah, have one historical else. place like yeah. this that has a history of being a gathering place. Now, so I see that and I say, what can we do about this? It turns out that a lot of people in the community also feel the same way. Like they don't want that to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So thousands of people signing the petition. A lot of people coming board on board on our team. Excuse me. <clears throat> so. So when I see that, I see yeah, it, it's about more than just soaking in a hot springs, which is great, and it's healing, and those kinds of things are really important that the, we have. The, the hot springs work nature. right now. The hot springs work, yes. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. People are like, yeah, well, can we I, soak in them? Yeah. The answer is no. no and yeah. then the next thing you're going to ask me is, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> I mean, say, that is a great question. So the water's there. It's fine. It comes up out of the ground at it's, a great soaking uh, temperature. It's, I mean, healthy. There's no it's like mineral. It's pollution-free. It's got even with the oil minerals. Even with the oil refineries, yeah, mm. yeah, we've had it tested. The water comes out clean. It comes out of the water. So, I mean, it comes out of the ground. So yeah, so it's just bubbling up out of the ground, and then it just runs into the sewer or the Great Salt Lake, and it's that's been happening since the 70s. Nobody's wow. really been soaking in it. So how can a place like that actually make a difference? How could it change society? Mm-hmm. I think we have the potential there to not only soak in water, but you know, what happens in a lot of the cultures with places like that is people get together, right? You and I are soaking in that hot water. We're going to chat. We're going to get to know each other. Maybe. We're all equal. Maybe. We're in Utah. Right? We might not talk. Right? It might be weird to some people. That'll be another show. Well, but we would talk. Yeah. We would talk. We would. We would. And you know, I can tell you that the hot springs an hour north of here is just booming. Like thousands of people drive up there from the Salt Lake Lava Valley. Um, it's actually Crystal Hot. Springs. Crystal. Yeah. I've never been to Crystal. I've been yeah. To, uh, Highly recommended. Lava. Lava. Great water. Yeah. So you know, we're all there in that hot soup together, and it's it's a beautiful 
way to really weave communities together. And besides, we've got this huge historic building, right? And so we're envisioning things like community gathering space, you know, places to eat together, to come together for arts and education. So the building's not being used at all. It has been vacant for a long time. Oh, it's yeah. really cute. It's a children's yeah. museum, right? It was. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. And now the children's museum is now called Discovery Gateway, and they're in. Oh, I know that. Um, yeah, they're downtown now. Interesting. Yeah, but thousands of people know the building, and mm-hmm. you didn't grow up here, or you would know, but um, you go to WarmSpringsAlliance.org, and there's a big picture of the facade, and people are like, oh yeah, I know that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's got this really deep thread in the community. And um, I think that we can do a lot of things to help solve some of these problems. We get together, like we talk between communities. You know, we're so insulated. People get in their bubbles and they don't get to know other people in ways that we could collaborate. We can work on local issues together, you know, things like that. So, sure. So what, uh, where's, where's the project at though? Um, where we are right now is, Getting the attention of the city. So you go to the website. Please sign the petition if you're interested in in what I'm talking about. So it's warmspringsalliance.org. Warmspringsalliance.org. Yes. Yes. And um, so what you can do there is sign the petition. You can also take a survey because we're gathering information right now from the community to say, what do you want? Mm. Right? So. Of course, everybody says soaking, but other things as well. We're getting some really good data about what what the community is hungry for. So um, we're, we'll be putting together a very solid plan and funding sources and partners to really bring it back to its potential. Because mm. I think there's a real hunger for places like that now. You know, we don't have a lot of community. Unless unless you're part of a religious organization or a really big family, that might be your community. But what mm. I hear when I what talk to religions people, are like that. <laughs> I yeah, I wonder. Like, <laughs> if you don't have that, do you have a sense of, of true community? Yeah, right. And there's so many people moving in here from out of state. They have that same complaint. Yeah. And we uh, Utah uh, Utah government want these communities want these people to move in. Yeah. But they don't really give them the infrastructure they need. Right. right, right. There's a lot of fun stuff to do out in the mountains, and that's all they give them. But right. what about the connecting people? Exactly. What about coming together and getting to know each other and really learning to love people for, for who they are and what they have to offer? You know, I just I really envision it being a gathering place for all kinds of people, all cultures, all ages, all belief systems, you know, in ways that only an informal gathering place can really serve. Because, you know, you go to places and unless there's that kind of relaxed atmosphere, you don't really get to make those connections that I think we're so hungry for partly because we're in this, you know, technology age right now and virtual connection is just not enough. Uh, it's a fad. <laughs> And so Lance, uh, my guest yesterday, he greeted me. I said, he posted it like a couple months ago. Social media is a fad and people are like freaking what? out. But I remember <laughs> that fads, while we're in a fad, mm-hmm. we don't realize it's a fad. Right. It seems like reality. Oh, this will be here right. forever. And yeah. that's like on and on. Things are gone. And Oh, remember back in the 90s or the 80s or the it's 70s like, when we used to do this? Do you really think it's a fad? Hmm? You think stop it, using it? I think it will change and develop, but it won't be like like it is now. 
because at some point what will happen is the I, I, I think the millennials <laughs> we'll get tired of those little devices. We'll like, and they'll hit like a certain age and they'll go, crap. This is nothing. <laughs> this is crap. I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied. Yeah, I got 500 likes on my sexy post. Uh-huh. But my Where life is my empty. Real friends? My life is empty. Right? And then that's when it'll start be, then that's when they'll start making a break. It'll probably become a trend between social media. Oh, and then there will be a hashtag for no social. Gone, yeah, it'll be gone, like gone social or whatever. And they're off the air. Well, but, then, you know, the irony here is we're on four social media. I know, plus I, I know. Plus I heart. And it so, works. You can look it around. Works. Like, <laughs> yeah, and and it does some things really well, and there are some things it doesn't do. So, yeah. like, sitting together and getting to know each other is different. Oh, yeah, it's different. People yearn and crave it, and it's yeah. just there's a disconnect. I think eventually they'll connect that it's a disconnect, and it will change. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, one of the questions I would ask anybody who's watching is, what is your sense of true community? Do you have that? Is that an experience that you feel like you have enough of in your life? You know, real connections, deep connections, people who love and care about you in ways that go beyond any kind of just, you know, persona. I, I think what you're, and I don't mean this in a bad way, like what you're missing is that the people that don't have that don't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Of course, what are you talking about? Yeah, of course. They don't even know it at all. They have like a heart attack and something happens and they go, oh, I mm-hmm. don't have this. Yeah. I sure would like this. There's nobody in yeah. my life for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be so. So, you know, it's, it's I a noticed question. that. I mean, I already felt that way, but I noticed that last year, my past couple of years, my dad and my mom were having all these problems. You really saw who showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I was really disappointed with some people like, really? You're speaking about this on stage. I thought we were friends. Where are you? Yeah. Oh, I hope things work out for you. Right. Right. Yeah, it's sad. And I, I think, you know, loneliness is an epidemic right now. Certainly depression is. And we know that a lack of connection between mm-hmm. people is a lot of what's happening there. Plus opioid addiction, you know, it's like mm-hmm. that sense of emptiness that drives addictions. You know, these are some these are some really deep societal problems. Yep. Um, following your passion making a difference. Yeah. I mean for me, I'm really clear what that is. <laughs> you know, I'm all in. We're working on this, and and I managed to tie that in with my other businesses somehow. You know, it's like I don't know how I did it last year, but I was doing you know like 12 and 16 hour days, months and months and months at a time with no days off. That's the way and, to do it. That's the way to do and it. And not complaining about it. that. <laughs> you know, it's just like I'm all in. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Right now. You know, I got to bring a little bit of balance in there, and I took a few days off, you know, got some sleep, mm-hmm. and then I'm ready to go again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I know my passion is around transformation and around societal change, and I know that a lot of other people are engaged with those kinds of things too. I mean, we've got you know, life coaching is this huge trend right now. We need that. We need all kinds of people who are following their passion for, you know, I think I'm on the planet to make a difference and I think I'm here to help. Right. And so just following those hints that you get, you know, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always look like you think it's going to look. And it certainly doesn't always look like what our 
kind of American cultural story. I know. I'm starting. I'm starting to get that because what I feel like I want to grab people and like, wake up, wake up, yeah, wake up from this trance. This doesn't work very well. Well, I don't. I don't actually do that. But, good, good. Um, but sometimes you have to like. Well, I've seen you have to get in somebody's face for them to hear you. They can't hear you because you're in that trance. Yeah, yeah, or or touch their heart in some way that they can see things differently. And yeah, you're you're. We have yeah. different ways about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I going. I think it. I'm going the other way. <laughs> I, I've done the touching heart. I've done the touching heart thing for a while. Okay, this is this taking way too long. I'm supposed to wait until you feel it. No. Can I just slap you around yeah. a little yeah, bit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah, there, there are times. So what are these cards you have here? Well, these are one of the ways I have of making a difference. They're called inquiry cards. And um, they're just simply beautiful imagery that comes from nature with questions on them, right? Because questions are one of the most powerful tools we have for opening up space, insight, intuition, connection with ourselves, right? So we're in this habit of looking outside of ourselves all the time for love, for power, everything, you know, out there, out there, out there. Even a lot of times when we're asking questions, we're asking questions out there for someone to answer, right? So these are just a really simple tool to ask you the questions to get to the answers that are already inside you, right? Total shift. And something that I think is really important that we get people more focused on what is true and, you know, critical thinking and intuition and the kinds of things that we can practice with your questions. For example, I'll just have you pull one, Adam. It's <laughs> any card there. Beautiful. You want to show that? Yeah. What am I hoping for? Right now, what happens when we ask a question like that is it creates a pause. Like if you actually ask that of yourself, what am I hoping for? You get quiet for a moment, mm-hmm. and that's where that's where the insights come. Right. So you can you could apply any of these questions to any challenge you have, or you could take one into meditation, or at the beginning of a yoga class, or at the beginning of a you know a therapy session, or anything like that. And it helps you see things differently. Like, I'll just pull one here. What if I wasn't afraid? Right? Now, I can certainly apply that to any moment when I'm out of my comfort zone or I'm scared. What if I wasn't afraid? I'd be more bold. I'd speak things more freely. I would do things without worrying about the consequences so much. Right? So a question like that can just tap you in in a new way. And people love these. We send them all over the world. And, um, you know, tools like this that can really create breakthroughs and create transformation. Mm. So it just gives you a moment to think about it. What am I hoping yeah. for? Yeah. And a lot of people like to just put up a card. They come with a lovely little stand and you could just put it on a table, just look at it for a few days, mm. right? And you get more and different information because we tend to loop around on the same thoughts all the time, don't we? I mean, it's like the, the habitual thought patterns. So the questions interrupt those patterns and help you open up space and, and potential that wasn't there before. Even when like it doesn't seem to make sense at first, right? Like if you said, okay, I'm having this challenge in a relationship and I'm arguing with somebody, okay, and you pull a card and it's something that may not make sense. Like what am I ready for? Where does that line up? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you stay with it, you'll actually 
you get the information coming in from different directions than you're used to. In fact, one of my friends will will go through this deck with a challenge, and she says, I've never made it all the way through the deck and still have the problem. Oh, really? <laughs> so, really? Yeah, because it's like you see it from so many different, different angles. Yeah, like what if I didn't worry? What can I let go of? How can I, you know, it's just question after question after mm. question. And then cool. like you, un, you can unravel a lot of those knots we get. You know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What am I hoping for? A good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just keep trying cards keep on that. Cards. Oh, here's, go. Oh, I know. I can. here's another way to use them since we're close to Valentine's Day here. Is you can follow any question with. In bed, it's like you do a fortune cookie. Oh, really? <laughs> what am I hoping for? In bed, give that between the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> How can I express myself between the sheets? Okay. Anyway, this is that. <laughs> Actually, you can go on inquirycards.com and you can pick a card there on the website. On what? On the website, you can pick a card. And the name is again? Inquiry Cards. Inquirycards.com. I do that just so everyone hears it well. Thank you. Yeah, I, I miss stuff. Well, it's not you. Everyone does. Inquiry I do it too. Cards. Sometimes I'm like, no one heard Ultra Perform Show. <laughs> I said, the Ultra Perform Show, performing your best you business and life. You know? Go! <laughs> so, um, what would help you with your project? Uh, what would you call your project about the... Well, right Springs? now, we're called the Warm Springs Alliance. Warm okay? Springs Alliance. Yeah. So we're a nonprofit that is formed to preserve and protect the place, you know, the, the natural resources there, the historic building there, and to really bring it back to the community. So that's what we're working on. So at this point, we're really just putting the call out to anybody who wants to come play because this is a community-level prop project. It's a grassroots, right? So what are the dreams? What are the visions? You know, what what do, can we make happen there? And we're actually having a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. So you can get on the list and hear about our meetings. Do you have like a timeline before it's too late? Um, that's a great question. Don't know. You know? They, I'm sure they want to build it fast. Well, they're probably getting it on a deal. And that's why they want that property. That's the direction it was going, I think, but the community outcry has been quite oh, good. large. Good Yay! We're developing. We're good <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So apartment building are great, but just put it somewhere else mm-hmm. and, um, you know, let us do this thing in this place that's a one-of-a-kind. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it makes complete sense. I, I understand I'm working on developing this property myself, and so I understand yeah. what they might be dealing with. And at the same time, I get it. There's a hot spring there. It's like, ah, uh, if I I was looking at that property, I would have thought there's a hot spring here. You could build some kind of community around it, you know? Yeah, and and make it a destination like yeah, it was but, before. Yeah, exactly. Or or maybe not even that. It could be a maybe it could be like an e-commerce, like not e-commerce, but a commercial property. Like it could have the hot springs, and then it could be like nightlife, or sure, you know, sure. could put something in that's there what we're talking that would be about. profitable, and then they might, then they might buy absolutely. So we're we're talking about of it being a, yeah. So we're talking about event space mm-hmm. and art and culture and community gathering and all of those kinds of things can happen in a in a multi-use kind of space, which the historic building is perfect for. Originally, it was a bathhouse. 
It's big. Sure. Awesome. Have you heard of the pickle project? You bet. Yeah. So yeah, that maybe something like that would be good too. Kind of similar ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except we have a bigger building and a hot spring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So what's not to love? Well, um, you mentioned entrepreneur. Uh, you're an entrepreneur too. What uh, what else do you do specifically? If someone wanted to work with you, how would they reach out? Well, I have a lot of fun actually teaching entrepreneurs how to grow their business. I it, the program's called Grow Your Business Organically. Hmm. So I teach how to use the principles of nature to grow your business. And it's great for creative types, you know, solopreneurs, coaches, healers, artists, those kind of folks do really well in the program because they don't often really resonate with kind of traditional business training. It's just not so fun. So we, we make it fun and we, we talk about how to plant seeds in your business, how to create a kind of, a, you know, a predictable harvest and things like that. And coming from a very intuitive kind of place, we do a lot of meditations actually to find the answer for your business. So that's growyourbusinessorganically.com. Mm-hmm. Growyourbusinessorganically.com. And that's the best way to reach you? Or sylvianidley.com. <laughs> so you can options. see the spelling of the post on there. We'll uh, put all the information on there so you can click on it and find it easily. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks so much Appreciate for having it. me. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, keep your eyes and ears out for our next show tomorrow mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock. The Alter Perform Show, performing your best in life. See you guys later. And then it takes a second to show everything. Cool. See you guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.